Hello there, and I welcome you on this afternoon capsule over the Prominence English podcast. Our today's capsule is based on the agreement of the verb with its subject. Before I can take up the different criteria under which the agreement is done, we have to understand in depth what exactly is the sense of agreement. I would like to cite an example to explain you that. We'll take the example of a marriage. What exactly is a marriage? As long as two different individuals are sustaining a bachelor's life, they have got their own lives and the meaning attached to it. But the moment they decide to get married, their entire life get intertwined in order to respect each other and to maintain a balance. Well, exactly that's what we are going to see in this part of our capsule, consisting of the verb and the subject, which cannot be dissected, because the condition in which they are taken up should provide us with the, the purity of the sense. We are going to look at the first aspect under which two or more singular subjects are going to be joined by a connector which should be end and that will turn the verb into a plural form. Let's understand it by taking up the example. The two word combination that we already know is time and tide. Let's make a sentence out of it. Time and tide wait for no man. The second instance, slow and steady wins the race. Third, bread and butter. Can we even frame a proper structure by displaying the proper agreement of the verb with subject with these two words? Yes, we can. Because when we take up a bread, it itself is not a complete food because it requires a combination of butter with it. Thereby, when we are going to join them with the help of connector end, the statement should state as bread and butter is a wholesome food. So, in the first instance, all my audiences have witnessed the peculiarity in which one form of the use of this agreement was done with the help of connector end. Now we are going to proceed it by attaching each and every. Firstly, I'm going to individually take the terms each and after that every, where the verb is going to sound completely singular. Let's begin with the first statement. Each day and each hour brings us a fresh anxiety to our lives. Second structure. Every man and every woman in the village was terrified. Now, in order to show more complexity to the same existing use of each and every, we are going to take the structure, but in a sense of a separate sense. Let's see how we are going to differentiate with the use of sentences and still witness that there is an agreement of the verb with its subject. The first instance, each hour and every man works diligently to bring home the bakken in evening for family. Second instance, 
every resident of this rich colony and with each car they possess is famous for luxuries. Third instance, every marine animal and each with unique specialty attracts fishermen from all over the globe to hunt them. Next instance, every form of masks and with each human face that wears it cannot be the guarantee to virus protection. To proceed with the same form, the next instance, each architectural building of this area and with pink color print on every one of them is itself something so spectacular. Next instance, each poet and poetess along with every poem stanza presents exuberant taste to their overall work. Now the last structure. Each glass of red wine and every other man to drink them in evening hours is sufficient to imply that the entire town goes banana for this spectacular wine taste. Now I'm going to change the use of the form and will be using the third use of the form under which we'll be learning the agreement of verb with the subjects having connection with certain handful of words as or, nor, either or, neither nor. Let's begin with some structures to understand this agreement. The first structure. Either this TV is black or that TV is coloured. Next. Either the smell comes from the egg carrot or it's your body with fond smell. Next. This time with the use of neither and nor. Neither the silly cooler works essentially in summers nor the AC of the car with blower broken down. The next structure. Neither praise of some sort nor blame seems to affect this little girl of the house. Now we are done with the use of the separate use of each and every to talk about the agreement. Now we are going to look at the structural pattern difference or diversity which also might be a bit troublesome for some of the um, non-native and even including native speakers of the world. I'm going to discuss two different instances like these but I'm going to show how they should be rewritten because in fact in appropriate English and grammar such kind of structures are unacceptable. Let's understand the difference and the diversity. I'm going to begin with the first structure. Either you or he is telling a lie. Second, neither my brother nor I am happy. For most of you, it might sound correct, but unfortunately, it shouldn't be correct because the agreement is not working absolutely as it should be. The proper conversion of both these structures are followed like these. Either you are telling a lie or he is. Neither is my brother happy nor am I. So this was the actual structural change in the pattern in which we took it initially. The next structure. 
Iron, as well as gold, is found in this treasured island of the world. Over here, in this statement, we are concentrating on the term as well as. The next feature. The Prime Minister, with all his ministers, was assassinated by a bomb planted nearby the fountain. Now, I have got two things to include in this structure to understand the agreement in a better way. The two things to concentrate about is first the punctuation mark, that is the use of comma. The position, as I tell you, will be in two different um, sections of the sentence. The first comma will be immediately put after the Prime Minister and the second comma should be placed immediately after with all his ministers. And most of us do this wrong use of the statement by taking were, but in fact in place of it it should be was. Then only shall we can understand the singularity sense of the agreement of how the verb has agreed with the subject. Now lastly, we are going to understand the errors caused due to the proximity under which the agreement needs to be done. Often verb is made to agree in number with noun in order to agree with the behavior. How is it done? Let's understand it with the structure. Please concentrate on these um, five to six statements I'm about to speak. The first statement, the behavior of the children was excellent. It shouldn't be were, but it should be was. Second, not one of his lectures has ever been printed. Now in place of ha have, it should be has. The third structure, the quality of mangoes was good, not were good. The fourth structure, the cost of all these articles has risen. It should be has and not have. The fifth statement, a series of lectures has been arranged on the subject. And lastly, a variety of pleasing objects chance the eye. I hope all my audiences have actually understood how the agreement of the verb is precisely done with the help of its subject. And such kind of um, capsules, I believe, will be very much essential for all these students who are preparing for some competitive exams. So I hope I have truly helped you and supported you with a very crucial aspect of the grammar. This was a prominence. Thank you so much.